Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the drills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. You found us, whatever podcast app you found us. Hey, hey, maybe you're watching us on Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. And of course, on YouTube.com slash up next. I'm seeing you guys clicking them subs. It's going up. You're subbing. Not as, not as quickly as I'd like, but it's happening. It's happening. 1K. Yeah. For up next. Can we do it on our YouTube? Hit that subscribe button. Thank you very much for those who have. And if you haven't, tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your neighbor, hit that subscribe button. 
because we just want to get to 1K. We're so close. We don't ask for much. No, we really don't. Just, just it's free. Just, yeah. just press subscribe. Yeah. What, what are you waiting for? You get all the what videos that you get to, to, to see. All these reviews and Gringo Loco interview. Yeah. All the stuff. Our wonky set today. I'm... We were in a little bit of a rush today. Uh, I mean, rush, my... we, meaning we're just hungover, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's hot. So it's just working slower. Yeah. Everything's everything's harder when it's hot. Yeah, uh, that's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The city in Toronto, the city of Toronto is just a, a whole just hot. It's Sweat a hot box. box. Yeah, it's mm. really hot. The crazy temperatures yesterday and today. So uh, walking around, even just like I showered, I got ready, I wore a t-shirt and shorts, went out for a walk. By the time I came back, I was like. I, I need a complete, like, I'm, it's completely... I, I need to just live in the shower today, <laughs> like, as soon as we're done with this, because, like, oh, it's boy. It's crazy hot. I don't know how you people do it down there in, the, like, what, Vegas, Cali, anywhere, really, that's just yeah. warmer than Canada. Like, I love, I, I prefer hot weather, but don't get me wrong, but when it comes just, like, bam, here, sweating, it's, it's a lot. You need to, like, I know the dudes out there understand, but, like, we need a, you need a Mr. Fuji this shit. You need a talcum powder. Yeah, need need to just you know like when you're breadcrumbing chicken and you're like just cover the whole thing. I need that a giant tray of oh, talcum me, powder. And I just thought I was giving people visuals, but you oh. went the next level there. All right, yeah, someone knows what we're talking about. Tout me out like a chicken. <laughs> talcum powder, Mr. Fuji. That's right. Uh, welcome to uh, BD Elite. We uh, obviously did it up next, chatting all about NXT this week. That's on this feed as well as that Gringo Loco interview. Go check out Shot in the Dark as well. John Cena chatting about all the other wrestling. I don't want to spoil things, but I, I, I try not to read ahead, mm. meaning I don't read ahead until someone says, you, you won't believe this NXT UK spoiler. First of all, I don't care about an NXT spoiler from the UK until now. Until now, yeah. I don't Tune even... in this next set of tapings. Big, big shit's about to go down. All I'm saying is there's a specific act that we discuss on NXT TV quite a lot. We've dedicated far too much time to this Way act. too much time <laughs> Every to this, week. <laughs> the, this act. And, well, it's made it... They, he, they have made their, cross, their, their descent across the ocean to NXT UK. And I don't even want... I mean, if you want to know what we're talking about, just go look it up. But yeah. when we get there, you'll know. But... Yeah, I'm super, super excited about what's going on with some of the NXT. That's I, not really, but like I'm excited for them. Good for them. But there's bigger news. We'll get to Dynamite and all that stuff, Forbidden Door, yada, yada. But John Pollock from PostWrestling.com was reporting from some sources that Triple H is back. Yeah. What? He's back. That's, I'm back. Showed up at the PC and just said, "I'm back." Spits water on everyone. <laughs> I reckon he. Yeah, do you reckon he did his full entrance? Yeah, yeah probably. With like the all the themes. Like, yeah, <laughs> the different ones. Yeah. So Triple H is, was was back at the Performance Center, and that seems to be the the mo now. Everyone's saying that he, you know, he's possibly going to be what running stuff again. Does that mean NXT is going to be good again? Maybe. I mean, Bruce wow. Pritchard has a lot on his plate now running yeah. Raw, SmackDown, and Head of Talent Relations. So maybe he can shift over, focus on that, and wow. Uncle Paul can kind of look after NXT again. Everything will be fine, guys. We yeah. got Triple H back. It'll be fine. It's going to be right. I, What do you think Triple H... You imagine Triple H, like, hasn't... He hasn't been in NXT for a long time. 
I imagine like he hasn't even watched it. So when he comes back, he's like, sorry, what's going on here? <laughs> Who decorated? <laughs> <laughs> Where's all my stuff? Where's my skulls? Where's my loud music? Uh, let, let me talk to Regal about this. Regal, what's going Regal, on around what's here? Go- uh, Regal? Uh, don't want to. All right. Where, where, where's the boys? Where's Johnny? Adam? Tom? Where are you? What? They done what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. It will be. It will be interesting to see if things maybe do. There are some changes with yep. him being back, but uh, I can hope for the best. It really can't get any worse. So oh, it can get worse. <laughs> NXT two point oh. Yeah. How would it get worse? Look, for me, at least I get some wrestling on the show. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. I enjoy it more than I tend to enjoy Raw and SmackDown, unless Ezekiel's on my team, uh, my TV. Uh, I don't know. I don't hate it quite like you. For me, it's like watching. 2013 NXT, yeah. like you're just seeing a lot of shit being thrown at the wall and see what sticks. And right. uh, it's it's the it's the backstage, it's the silly characters, all that that I want to get away from. I want to see more like real people who yeah. are good at wrestling. Yeah, like that's kind of what I want more from. But uh, I'm hoping it will be I don't know maybe a bit more cohesive or whatever. Okay, the show. Me too. Um, and a bit more focus on match time, which. They've been do. I feel they've been doing a bit more of in recent weeks. So we'll see. But Triple I H. think it's a, a good thing. Like He's back Triple H kind of running the show. That's that's what we want. That's what the fans want. Yeah, give the people what they want. Yeah, we just want to hear that Motorhead hit. Yeah, and him come out and tell us everything's going to be okay. Say we are NXT. It started with a whisper. Started with a whisper. Just just do all that. Just run it back, Triple H. Just yeah, literally. Run it straight. <laughs> <laughs> straight Triple H. Triple H is going to come in and go, yeah, well, who's that guy? What's his name? <laughs> Zion Quinn. Zion Quinn, you're the next champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Not, maybe nothing happens at all. Maybe Triple H is like, wow, Sean, love what you've done with the place. It's great. Keep doing it. I'm just going to chill here. Yeah. And, and hang around. Maybe uh, nothing He's just be. waiting for someone to win a championship so he can take the photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Everyone's gonna he's got a few he's got to catch up on. He's like Bron. We need we need. Yeah, a he didn't do the one with Bron, or did he do the one with Bron? Maybe. Yeah, true. I don't recall one with Bron. Yeah, his pictures with champions. Bron and Triple H. I'm looking on Twitter. <laughs> Just uh, someone should Photoshop the Vince McMahon uh, jumping off the step. With yeah, him pointing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, NXT. We'll chat about. Maybe we'll see some differences next week or whenever these things come. But we'll talk about that on up next for sure in the future. Uh, we have a bunch of shows this week. Obviously, Forbidden Doors this weekend. We will we will be watching it. We're we're gonna have some people over, but due to like scheduling, we're not really sure when we have time to actually do the review. Because afterwards, we are gonna have people over. So we're like, do we kick all these our friends out and go? Sorry, we got to record a podcast. I think we're gonna. Have to. <laughs> we might have to on Sunday. Yeah, so fucking two in the morning or whatever. Something it's like be. that. Yeah. So look, just follow the socials and stuff because we will be dropping some sort of show covering Forbidden Door, but. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that for sure. Yeah, because then then next week we we do have a shift in things because we are leaving Wednesday morning for blood and guts in Detroit. Mm. Uh, so shout out anyone out there who will be going to the show. If you are, hit us up. The DMs are open. Slide in, and uh, we'll we'll try to figure out what bar or something we're. Yeah, and I'd say with the schedule for the next two weeks, uh, we have got things planned. They might not necessarily drop on the days we scheduled them for, just because we are going to blood and guts, so we're going to be uh, away for a couple of days. And 
uh, I'll be in Rochester the following week. So our go. usual kind of recording days are kind of a bit skewed, but uh, we'll get the shows out to you because we've we got to talk about Face Off, Brayden. Face Off, 25th anniversary. Yes, we will be reviewing Face Off. Cage, Travolta, one of the greatest movies ever. Faces. Lots of faces. Lots of faces. Yeah. Yeah. Just the two. Uh, we also did a review. I'm going to put it out this weekend or probably later today, actually, on our Patreon as well. A review from The Six chatting all about the OG Forbidden Door, meaning Ring of Honor in New Japan. We put a poll on the Facebook and it was a landslide. War of the Worlds 2014 was the show that we are reviewing this this today. I mean, because we already did it yesterday. Uh, Okada styles Elgin in the main event. I was just going to say, a heel gaijin bullet club leader, IWGP heavyweight champion, putting the title on, a li- on the line in yeah. a multi-man match, including Okada. Yeah, you need someone to take the pin yeah. in the match, and it's not going to be him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be the champ. Uh, also, Young Bucks Red Dragon, which was awesome. Uh, Steen versus Nakamura. Uh, Kushida J. Lethal. There was a few sweet Bennett matches. versus Tanahashi. Yeah, that was pretty good. So a bunch of uh, New Japan ROH crossovers, uh, which was a ton of fun to go back and, and, and do. So that will be out on the Patreon uh, as well. As well as all these other shows, go check them out. So many different podcasts out on there. Movie reviews, retro NXT reviews, everything. Five bucks. Patreon.com slash up next. Uh, did you check any anything else? What was going on? I, I remember Slammiversary was last weekend. I peeped some of that. I caught the main event of that. Eric Young. Um, yeah, I still want to see the uh, the X Division. That's match. what I watched. That's yeah, the, one I really the Ultimate watch. X match was pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey does some crazy things. Uh, we're going to be watching him later today at Demand Lucha uh, in Toronto, which is pretty cool. But yeah, uh, Slammiversary had some cool stuff. They had little insert videos from. TNA Legends, which I thought was a nice little touch. Like, you know, AJ yep. Styles, Sting, I think it was Kurt Angle as well, which was great. I, America's Most Wanted got back together. Not the TV show, but the tag team. Tag team. Yeah, they were there. Good uh, stuff. I'm trying to think of one of the TNA moments they had. Shark uh, Boy. They had the Battle Royal, didn't they? Yeah. And they a did. Monsters Ball oh, match King, where King of the Sammy Ring. and Moose didn't leave a r- They were locked in a room with no light, no food, no water for 24 hours. And then they sent them out there to kill each other. Right. Good yeah, stuff. that's true. Would you be able to do that? Uh, no light, it? no food, no water for a day. What do you do? I mean, it would suck. Yeah. I'd be able to do it, but yeah. I wouldn't like it. Yeah. don't want to do it. Don't make me do it. Yeah, that sounds rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, TNA is always going to TNA, but the highlight was the video for Don West and Mike Tenay. Mm. They did a little tribute thing. Shout nice. out Don West. And uh, I thought that was, was great because I did watch a lot of TNA back in the day. Uh, what about Triple Mania? Did you watch that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hardy in the in the, was it the main event where no Jeff obviously uh, Johnny Johnny Hardy was it? Yeah, Johnny Hardy. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Johnny actually. Elite, Johnny Hardy, yeah. Johnny Mundo. Uh, that was pretty funny. There was a crazy five way on that show with Vikingo, which uh, I definitely love anything that guy does. But uh, I skimmed some of that show as well. And then I, another thing, I we I, we did put on the. The clip of Monday Night Raw with Elias, Ezekiel, Elias and Ezekiel and Kevin Owens was great. Yeah, he was pretty funny yelling, liar, <laughs> and then he's going to have to face him. I still wish they, there was well, two of them. He's probably going to face the third one now, isn't he? <laughs> he called out a third one. He called out a third one. Oh, no. Um, so I want to see, does he what? Does he like dye his hair for that one? Or Jeez. Will he be like blonde Elias or oh, something like God. that? No, Ezekiel said he's, he accepted the challenge. 
So it's Ezekiel. I thought he was accepting on behalf of the family. You know? <laughs> the, the bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is uh, uh, Brian's replacement, is the third Ezekiel brother. <laughs> I thought it was Sasha Banks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Elias stuff is really silly, but I definitely got it. It's been done chuckle. really well, I think. I, think I do they're think they're doing it great. They should like do go to a Monday Night Raw and go look crowd. Uh, we just need you to react real loud to this, and then film something. Like, you know what they did with the video where it's two of him and yeah. the thing. They just need to do that. So they go, hey crowd, look, Elias is coming out, and then like sell it like Elias. And then later in the show, film. Hey, it's Ezekiel, and what you see, and then do the the thing where it's both of them, right. and just air that on yeah. TV, and no one would fucking <laughs> like obviously, but like you know, it would flawless. Yeah, it would be so funny because you can't just prestige it. No. You wish you could, but you can't. I really, I really wish he had. Yeah, I really wish he had another still brother. Two different people. I mean, yeah. you saw Ezekiel right after the segment backstage. Yeah, it's, what's his name? Uh, Ms. Dow. He's like, don't expect me. On TV, he had to tweet tweeted that because so many people are asking. People think he looks like people are like you're showing could, up tonight. Could it's, be a third person. I I would do it if it was him. If they came not being the third brother, yeah, that could work. Looks like him. Yeah, yeah, enough, enough, enough to get by. Like fake IDs for sure. Mm. The same person. Uh, well, we can chat about some AEW dynamite that happened last night from Milwaukee, and there's a lot going on because there is a pay per view this Sunday, the Forbidden Door. New Japan versus AEW, kind of versus, not really versus, teaming, just a show, cross-promotion yeah. show. Uh, and it's been a, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a weird build. Terrible build. <laughs> Let's be real here. This, this build's not being good. No. We, we were hoping for some, like, dream matchups, and uh, we really haven't got them. It's a bunch of multi-mans, bunch yeah. of tag matches. I'm sure the wrestling's going to be great. I'm sure I'm really going to enjoy this show come Sunday. But, yeah, uh, this isn't one I'd be running to get a ticket for, personally. Yeah, our friend Tom's mad because he, he got a ticket because I was like, this show looks sick. Let's go to Chicago. He's like, fuck yeah. Goes and buys a bunch of tickets. He's like, so are we going? I was like, uh, uh, I, don't so. I don't know about that. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? I just booked my hotel. I'm like, eh, cancel it. <laughs> But there's a fee. Uh, so he's like, this better be the greatest show ever. We had him over for Dynamite last night. They started adding these like random tags. He just looked. They're like, and, and also Excalibur's running his mouth. And, and this guy's doing this. And, and, and the acclaimed are going to be in the thing. He just looks over at me like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm traveling to Chicago for this card. I do think it will still be good. But right now on paper, going into it this weekend, yeah. This is nowhere near the card that I think a lot of us fans... Yeah were expecting like not like okay mox tana sure dream match okay sure dream match zach saber jr versus blank okay dream match sure the rest of the card maybe not so much i think osprey casty is gonna be uh great over delivery but, will, yeah uh i don't think if you're looking up and down the roster like a will osprey singles match on this show i don't think he'd be most people's picks although i, I do think that's gonna could potentially steal the show, actually. Um, yeah, and then what's the other singles match? Is that it? Yeah. There's only a few singles matches. Yeah. Three singles matches. Three singles matches. So. Um, Shingo and... Uh, Hiromu just get Hiromu thrown into some random in tag. In a random tag. Uh, Suzuki in a random tag. Ishii in a four-way. Like, it's... It's okay. 
but yeah. it's it's not what I think a lot of us were expecting to get once when the show was originally announced. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, let's start off Dynamite from June twenty second. We start off with Brian Danielson, who's got a huge announcement, meaning he's going to state his address of the union here. Mm-hmm. He's going to let everyone know what's going on with the rumors of injury, and he says that he is so hype about this week and this pay per view. And he was so hyped to beat up Zack Sabre Jr. And he says that he was going to crush his trachea. Trachea, yeah. What's That's a, your like larynx, your like, Adam's apple, all of that, your throat. But he says, but because of the flaccid crew of Coxman of the Jericho Appreciation Society, he can't. He's injured. So he's got bad news and good news. The bad news, because of Jericho, I'm not cleared to compete However, I'm still good. I can still run miles. I can still think. I can still talk. I can still do all this. So don't be don't be upset. Don't be scared. Yeah, that line because he didn't say what the injury is, and that line made gave me the impression it's possibly a head injury. The right. Fact he's talking about reading 500 words a minute and that kind of thing um, gave me that impression. But he's saying like, "Hey, I'm good. I can still do these things. It's just yeah. not going to be able to do these shows." He says, "I'll still." I'll be back really soon. Just, I, it doesn't work out. I can't work that out. Uh, he says, Eddie Kingston still thinks I'm a judgmental prick and that I have high standards. And that's true. I do. So I have good news. I promise you that Sunday it's going to be amazing because I found a replacement for both forbidden door and blood and guts. This person will fill in for both of these matches and, he he's not he's not he's not telling us it's gonna be a surprise. He says, but I did walk through the bad guy tunnel, so I ain't gonna tell you guys tonight. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and then uh, so he's like, hey, you got to tune in on Sunday to see this uh, replacement. And the commentary are Excalibur's pretty much like I know who it is, and this person will also be the newest member of the Blackpool Combat. Yeah. Call. And Danielson said to, like, still expect, like, the greatest technical wrestling, wrestling. match. Um, Which leads everyone to believe we're getting Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jonathan Gresham. <laughs> Honestly, when he said best technical wrestling match, that is what came to my mind. I think, I don't think it's going to be that. Claudio! It's got to be, right? I think, it, I think it makes the most sense. Um, you've got... Uh, Claudio's got his connection already with, like, him and Mox are good friends. Like, yeah. I, I'm listening to Mox's audiobook at yeah. the moment, uh, and every other chapter is just, like, a Claudio joke. Right. A joke Claudio told me. So they're obviously close. We know Danielson and Claudio are close. Regal and Claudio. Like, we, we're going back watching 2013 NXT, and Regal loves this guy and yeah. clearly would fit in. And on top of that, I think... From the uh, from the way that this kind of Danielson Blackpool Combat Club JAS story's been going, Danielson's been having beef with Cesaro. Eddie. Sorry, with Eddie. Yeah, we know there's that friction already between Eddie and Cesaro. If Brian's going to take some time off, that's a natural thing to do. You have the Zack Sabre Junior match, you have blonde guts, and then you spin Cesaro and Eddie off into a feud. True. I think that works perfectly. It's Tony Khan loves his surprises on these pay-per-views. Every pay-per-view, it's tune in to see who the hot new signing is. I am a bit, especially how late everything's been announced for this show, 
and you've got Danielson coming out already being like, hey guys, I'm injured. I'm on the, I'm on the bench, like, uh, like punk and all that. And also I'm not going to tell you. It's like a double disappointment, which yeah. is kind of sucks. The crowd didn't react so, to it. To open the show on this, it's like it's kicking off the show being like, hey, I'm injured and you're still not going to know what the match is on Sunday. It was a bit disappointing, but at least we got Zack Sabre Jr. coming out. And I mean, he didn't have oi, a mic. Yeah, he didn't have a mic, but you could hear him say his catchphrase of "oi, dickhead," which is great to get on national TV. Yeah. Uh, but stare I, down there. I mean, what other names are there? There's Gargano, who yeah, I, I don't think Gargano suits like the Combat Club, no. and I think he's great. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. But, um, it's got to be. It's got to be Cesaro, Cesaro. Cl- Claudio. Bring his coffee and uppercut Zack Sabre Jr. back to Japan. Uh, That match will be awesome if that is the exact match. But, uh, yeah, I I don't mind. Like, TNA used to do that a lot where it's like, hey, our pay-per-views this month and you have to tune in to see who who we have. And, you know, it it does work. I guess. Like, it's a promotional tactic and you do find it tends to work. We like surprises in wrestling. It's one of the great things with the Rumble every year. It's like, ooh, who's going to show up? What what legends are going to show up in it? And they do it on pretty much every AEW pay-per-view. But it is something that going into it, we're always going, ah, who do, who do we think? Do we there think was a lot of people reporting or saying that they, there was rumors of Claudio or Cesaro going back to WWE. But, I mean, I would much rather see him here. In he's this. been whole, like he's been smart. Yeah. He's not been rushing into it. He's been pretty... He had one injury in WWE, I think around 20... 16, okay. I think, where he returned the Raw after Mania. Um, apart from that, he's been pretty injury-free and been going a lot. So take the break, and he's been like holding out for big money, I yeah. think. And why not? You've been cashing a WWE check for a decade. I will. I, I, I am over like all these debuts and stuff like that. Like, can we just focus on who we have here? Because once we get new people, you cast this, the other people yeah. like aside. They have a, that problem. But it's Cesaro, so yeah, we've been waiting to him see him joining guy. the Combat Club. Is gonna already give him so much more focus than say uh, Swerve and Keith Lee, which Swerve's a heel now, I believe, but you wouldn't know it because they're, they're not on TV. Show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, again, that will that would be hype if that is in fact the match, Claudio and AEW, especially against Zack Saber Jr. Yes, please, definitely. That is a dream match. Like if that is the match, but they don't tell us that's the match, nope. so we don't. Know, we don't know really. Uh, John Moxley has a video. He's talking about Tanahashi and he says that I've been around the block and I hate Chris Jericho. He mentions Danielson mentioning Jericho is the reason he's Mm -hmm. injured. And he says tonight that him and Tana are going to face Jericho and Lance Archer in the main event and that people like Jericho are, are driven by money, fame and ego. And today he's going to, he's going to beat him up and show him that he's, he's here for the love of the game. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially. Uh, our next match. Yeah, Mox always always a great promo. Yeah, um, quick he one. he is the smart smartest guy to have in this Tana feud replacing Punk because he's so good at selling a match to me on the mic in sure. very little time. So, and we know the history of him wanting this uh, Tana match for a while. Will Osprey and Ozzy Open going up against the team of Rapungi? No, sorry, Rocky. Trent and Orange. So yes. kind of the chaos friends. Chaos friends. Yeah, in here. Uh, there was some craziness here. There's Trent who hits a huge German suplex on... I, I don't know which guy is which. 
on in Aussie Open. There's like a guy named Dan, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis, right? <laughs> guy named Dan. Yeah, guy named neither Dan. of them are named Dan. So Davis is clearly what I was trying to type until my spell check wrote Dan. I think Fletcher's the one with like the half shaved, okay, floppy hair. I will say I can't recall who each one is because they wear similar gear. They look kind of similar and. Then I watched this match and I was like, man, these guys are actually really They're good. Awesome. They They're awesome. They are so good. Uh, Orange Cassidy tags in with his foot at one point <laughs> to Rocky Romero and JR hates it. He's like, what disrespect to like this industry. It's like, JR, you've seen a lot of shit. We watch you kiss a man's ass on TV, <laughs> JR. I don't think you're in a place to be saying what's, what's like disrespectful yeah. or not on TV. Uh, Orange Cassidy at one point is in with, uh, I think it's Osprey actually, hits a crazy Hurricane Rana and then a crazy DDT and then there's like topes. Everyone's hitting all these crazy moves. Eventually, uh, Osprey's laid out and Orange hits his lazy splash and then Osprey finally goes for one of like his snap suplexes or brain busters and it's countered into a crazy looking stun dog millionaire from Cassidy, just Osprey selling it like he's dead. And then eventually gets hit with this like huge sit-out spine buster. Rocky's there getting kicked, get, uh, getting beat up as well. Then this guy, uh, Davis, from Aussie Open. He's the slight, I think he's the slightly bigger one, yeah. right? Yeah. He picks up Trent. He deadlifts Trent Beretta by the waist from the ground into a sit-out gut wrench, like a pile, pile driver. I've watched this clip again this morning. I'm like, this was impressive. Mm. This is why I'm like, these guys are good. Good thing they are getting the showcase. This was insane. Uh, the crowd goes nuts. The referee, I think it's Bryce, loses his mind. Uh, but that wasn't the end. Osprey goes for the Sasuke special, but lands on his feet, and Orange Cassidy's just kind of chilling there. Yeah, they kind of go for the spot. We saw it at Wrestle Kingdom with Hiromu and Osprey, where he does it, and Hiromu's like ducked out of the way and then hits his move. But Orange does it in the laziest way where he just leans against the apron. <laughs> yeah. so I thought it was pretty funny. So uh, he's pretty mad that Orange Cassidy is just kind of like ch- chilling here on the, on the outside. And, uh, well, eventually uh, he's on the outside. And I think it's um, – I, I didn't write down the finish. So I can't remember what the finish was because we watched this last night. <laughs> well, Orange Cassidy and Rapungi Vice – uh, win this match again? It's it Fletcher. 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 I think takes the pin here. Don't, uh, don't remember. Yeah, I I thought this was fun. I I don't think we necessarily. I I felt we had too a bit too much of Orange and Osprey. Yeah, here. yeah. I think that's a that's definitely one of those matches considering both the, those styles where you go, oh, what's that going to look like? And that's kind of one of the draws for this match on the pay per view for me. And I. I didn't necessarily agree with them, like, touching here and having yeah. a bit. It was great what they did, but part of that kind of uh, uh, intrigue has already gone for me. I, w- I, was sh- I was kind of shocked that they did that as well. Like, why would you uh, let these guys wrestle so much in this match when that is the match yeah. this, uh, this Sunday? So I, I, it, they looked great, and it teases you to know that, you're going to see some crazy stuff from both of them. Because obviously everyone's like, oh, Osprey with his flips and everything. But Orange Cassidy with the Lucha background. Lucha background. He's pretty, ta- he's pretty crazy, yeah. Uh, it was, it was uh, sorry, it was uh, Orange Punch on Fletcher was the, the finish. That's okay. That. Shout out John Cena's postwrestling.com yeah. reports on Dynamite. Uh, I, I love, I like this match, actually. I, I'm I enjoyed su- it. I'm yeah, super into these Aussie Open guys. We have been watching them 
uh, on indie stuff for, for quite a while. So it is kind of cool to see them get some shine. But I, I thought anytime we've seen them so far in AEW programming, they've been been pretty impressive. I mean, obviously Osprey is, but I thought these guys stood out as well. But these... Uh, do Aussie Open have a match? No, they must have. No, they don't. They're not in one of the big multi... No. No, no that's Great O'Conn who comes out here. So, I mean, again, that's a weird thing. Like, we've seen Aussie Open... Well, this is the third time now I think we've seen them. They've yeah. had two Dynamite matches, one Rampage match. They're part of the New Japan roster, and they're not on the show. But Alex Coughlin and Kevin Knight are. <laughs> Who? Yeah, I don't know who Like, it's, it's, a, it's so backwards, this whole build. Uh, Jeff Cobb and Great Okan come out afterwards, and then it's like a United Empire about to beat up Rapungi and Cassidy, but then FTR come out, and it's like this whole stare down. So the match is FTR, Okan, and... Um, uh, Rapungi Vice. Yeah. Sorry, what's... Oh, Jeff Cobb. Sorry, Jeff Cobb and... Oh, Okan. sorry, yeah. So it's a three-way winner-take-all tag title match. Ring of Honor titles and the... IWGP tag titles. Yeah, I think I'd like to see FTR. I It'd think be sweet for them. I think having you've got the uh, the ultimate AEW tag team feud is FTR Young Bucks. Right? We've had two matches. We've had Bucks win one. We've had FTR win one. Um, Bucks are the tag champs right now. I think you have FTR being like, all right, you're the AEW champs, but we're like the rest of the world champs. We're ROH, we're right. IWGP, we're AAA. And I think that's a great way to build up for that ultimate like pay-per-view um, rubber match between right. the two. That is Just true. The two legitimately now, because we've had, the last time they had a match, it's like, oh, these are the two best tag teams in the world. It's like, okay, but Jurassic Express are your tag champions right now. Yeah. And it has felt that whenever anyone else but the Bucks are the champs, JR's still like, ah, oh, this is the best team though. Yeah. So I think that would would like raise them both to that level where it's it would I, feel like that ultimate big who is the best FTR bucks. It would be crazy for FTR to have the IWGP because look they've had NXT, SmackDown, Raw, AEW, yeah. uh, AAA, now IWGP. That's with, decoration right with there. With something like uh, like obviously you'd like to see them go over and defend them in Japan. Yeah. But just having strong be a thing in the US, you can always have them just do a taping of strong, you know, and defend sure. those titles against those guys, uh, just so they're, you know, defending them and keeping them active. Uh, and then when it's what one of the, like, I guess, G1 finals, you could have them go over to it would, or whatever. It, it would make way more sense for FTR to win this. Also, I, I am a huge fan of them, and I do think adding this to their, like, their, what they've done, accomplishments, would be a big thing for them, and I know that they would just be over the moon to win these titles. But it's for the ROH titles as well, and I think that's such an easy pass to just go, oh, yeah, we can just give these titles to anyone. But it makes I, way more I sense. I kind of feel FTR. the same with New Japan, yeah. with the tag division. You, you can see the way having the main event, oh, sorry, having the, uh, the four-way for the IWGP yeah. championship, um, you can see that's, oh, well... We need someone to take the pin and it's not going to be our champion. They don't give a shit about the tag titles. No. You know, those things are just, they hop around. They're never really putting too much focus on. I don't think they'd be opposed to putting them on. I mean, a, uh, <laughs> clearly, a Japan, company. clearly New Japan don't care about their world title either. They put it on Jay White. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they're adding two other guys in the match. Anyway, we'll get to that yeah. part, I guess. But yeah, uh, I want FTR to win this match, but uh, I hope it's a good match. That has potential to steal the show as well. I'm just not too into the Great Ocon Jeff Cobb, Cobb team. team. It doesn't not too much for me. It I could like be Jeff good Cobb, though. But... With like, I think you've got three quite different styles here yeah. going at it, and I think having the big man team in there could like help. Uh, yeah, like the just the dynamic of the whole thing. I I think it'll be good. I'm with you. Like they're not high up for me, but I've seen them both do some cool stuff as well. Well, we go backstage. We get Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. And Sanjay Dutt's talking about how he was getting new pencils or yeah. all stuff like that. Uh, basically, calls out Samoa Joe and says, "You know, you haven't been you haven't been at work in a little while. Where are you? Calling him? Tape out. up your shoulder and have the match, Fight. or we'll just give it to me because I'm yeah. the longest ever TV." Champion. I felt. I was like, "Oh, is this still happening?" Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I was kind of like, "This doesn't need to be on no. the show this week." No, we're, we're building to. We're trying to build to. I mean, I'd say Blood and Guts is a is kind of one of their TV specials, like pay per view level kind yeah. of thing. You're building two of them at the moment: Forbidden Door and Blood and Guts. But we Sanjay's got to tell me about pencils. But we need to know about this ROH title and no, we don't. And Satnam Singh. No, uh, not at all. Yeah, I. This didn't need to shave it off. <laughs> Get rid of this. <laughs> <laughs> don't care <laughs> we go to christian cage okay here we go christian cage is gonna tell us why he's gonna give he's gonna give his reasoning yeah. for his turn last week on jungle boy and out comes christian cage in the greatest heel fit i've ever seen this guy's rocking the black turtleneck then this, like, what, brown, like tan, tan brown jacket. suede or something like... Jacket with matching boots to go with it. Wonderful. Wow, this fit was just top-notch stuff. I mean, bravo, Christian. Looking fresh as hell here. Just, yeah. Just oh, great. look. Uh, I think Christian always looks pretty good. He, he, he does. But, it, but this especially. looks great. Like, you've got to change something up when you're heel. Yeah. And I think the, the turtleneck just, yeah, looks like evil. Look, Just look like a... Uh, a, a bastard, a prick, didn't he? Like, yeah, right, just, prick. Just a right. He looks like a bad guy in some movie. Absolutely, like, he's just talking shit all the time. He uh, he's <laughs> the like the bad guy that comes in and starts dating your mom, and it's like, no, I don't. This guy's an <laughs> asshole, and then he's essentially doing that with Jungle Boy's mom. He's, like, he's going to talk about his mom in a second. <laughs> uh, he comes out. There's a sea of booze here in Milwaukee. Tony uh, Shivani's the one holding the microphone up with the Christian in the ring. And Christian goes, look, everyone wants to know why I did this, but it, it was a long time coming. Don't think I forgot. Jungle Boy eliminated me in a battle royal way back, and I've been pissed ever since. Double or nothing last yeah. year, wasn't it? Why did he throw me out? I was on his team. I've been helping him. Why would he do that? And not me? only was it he was thrown out, but the crowd cheered. Yeah. And that stung. So he's like, what the hell? So he's, he's getting, that's pretty much why I, 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 I knew I had to do this. People are cheering, shut the fuck up. He goes... Look at all these people, all these people on social media, and I barely go on it, but I had to look this week, and I saw all these these nerds, all these losers who think their opinions matter. And he goes, "Look, do I do I show up at the drive-through and tell you how to do your job?" <laughs> Thought that was funny. He then says, "I I I fooled you all. I bamboozled bamboozled everyone. See, I came to AEW to make money." That's why I'm here. It doesn't matter about you guys putting on your matches of the year, match of the week. Try doing a match that people talk about for longer than a week. 
talk, do a match like me that where people talk about it years later, or they name pay-per-views after him. I do those kinds of matches. I am one of the best to ever be Kind in of the a little ring. dig at MJF here, I think. Yeah, he started making digs about uh, people uh, wanting to be paid as high as me, but I deserve and to be true. paid. it's true. It's like, it, that TLC2, we always say, like, if you're sitting d- someone down and being like, hey, what is this wrestling? You'd show them that, because yeah. it's, it's nuts. And people do still talk about that match. There's a match with him in it. Yeah, he is in that match. He, he says that he deserves to be paid a lot more than a lot of other, these young guys in AEW. And he, he, he tricked us all. He worked us all, essentially. He outworked us all. He then says, then it, then it shows the clip from last week when they went off the air, where he then calls Jungle Boy's, he goes over to Jungle Boy's you mom. A piece he, of shit. Yeah, you raised a piece of shit. He then cuts back to him. He says, yeah, Jungle Boy, I think, think your mom is a little sweet on me and you know she saw she saw the look in my eye and i could tell jungle boy that your mom she she wanted me to be your new father but jungle boy i never wanted to be your father you have a father you had a father and your father is dead but good thing he is because he would be embarrassed and ashamed of what you are today and the booze from Milwaukee here, as as then Luchasaurus comes out. He then yeah he says enjoy your early retirement yeah. at twenty five as well because he caved his head in. Luchasaurus comes out and pretty much wants to just murder him, and he's like whoa 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 calm down calm down. He's like come on stop stop stop. And Luchasaurus is like just trying to choke him, and Christian's like come on hold on relax relax. Remember what happened to Marco. <laughs> and then Luchasaurus is kind of like, oh shit, you know, maybe I could just get released if I don't, you know, huh? And then Christian hugs him and then looks You're at like us. You're like a son to me, he says. You're a son to me. Come on, what are you talking about? Let's go talk about this in private. backstage in private. So then looks at us. Not in front of these people. Great Christian he's promo. smiling at the camera. Yeah, look, I've been a huge fan of this guy for a long time. And I, I think he is one of the best heel talkers in the business of all time and this this proved it from the way he looked to the way he talked and i mean anyone could go oh let's make fun the jungle boy everyone knows luke perry his dad and stuff oh it's so easy to go to no it's amazing that he went that route and said all this stuff because this is great i can't wait for this match i want them to stretch this match all the way out to all out i I christian should evade jungle boy and not want to have that match till all the way to the pay-per-view i think it kind of has potential too i mean jungle boy should be off tv for a a few weeks to sell that concerto i love how they're tying it back to the um the double or nothing battle royal yeah because i remember at the right at the end of that match it was like oh is christian gonna be pissed and beat him up and they did that moment then when he's like standing and you go oh and then he's does the respect angle it's like he's been he says he's been riding their coattails to, I mean, I, I don't know how contracts work in AEW. He's making money by just hanging out with yeah. them, but cool. All right. Um, figure. That was one thing I was like, all right, I don't quite know how that works. But I like how it wouldn't have made sense for him to have just turned on Jungle Boy and cost them the titles. If you look back, it's like he put them in two pay-per-views in a row where they had to defend against uh, two other teams. Yeah. He's put them in ladder matches. He's been constantly the one being like, trying to get them to fuck up, but each time they overcome. So it's like, there's no point in him turning until they finally lose these titles. So that's why it's like stretched out. And I think it, it does make sense. I think his delivery was awesome. 
the crowd were the crowd elevated this as yeah, well. They, they knew their role. Yeah, hated him and they knew to boo. Um, How would you not boo this guy? Look at this guy. He looks like a sleazeball. Yeah, this, like. And I think I think it's actually intriguing. Luchasaurus joining him. I could see him being like reluctant muscle for Christian for a bit. And I think the idea of this whole feud is to elevate Jungle Boy. And as much as I love uh, Jurassic Express as a team, I think you do maybe need to split them to have Jungle Boy go on this singles run. And you can always have, by the end of the feud, Luchasaurus is, like, not brainwashed by Christian anymore and right. goes back to him. But I, I think the the dynamic of Christian... We, we were joking yesterday about, oh, is Tyson Tomko Tyson Tomko. I think... He a muscle could be good for him and can also stretch out this feud. So you could do the Luchasaurus Jungle Boy match Whoa. first. Um, my only criticism of this whole thing is this was the best thing on the show, and it has nothing to do with Forbidden Door or Blood and Guts, which are the two things imminent that you're promoting. Yeah, yeah, I get it. They're always pushing forward and going on to the next thing, so it's not just focusing on the pay per view, but. Yeah, there is a lot going on right now, and this really doesn't have anything to do with the pay-per-view or Blood and Guts, but I still thought it was a, a great promo. Yeah, great, too. Great heel work. And he, he was making me, you know, like, I love when a heel makes you love to hate them, and that's yeah. what he did today. Talking about a guy's dead dad and how he wants to bang his mom. Yeah. Great. <laughs> doesn't Wrestling doesn't need to be that complicated. It just needs, just a guy just needs to say, I want to fuck your mom, and yeah. the, that's it. That's Like, it's not hard. No. Nope. Why can't we do this more often? <laughs> It's great. Uh, I am excited to see where it goes. But it's a little weird that, like, Luchasaurus would just, like... Like, sorry, if me and you, you know, pals for a long time, and someone goes, oh, I beat the shit out of Davey right there. I, I would not just go, okay, actually, let me hear it. Let me hear your side of the story. <laughs> Remember what happened to Marco. <laughs> Remember what happened to Marco. And Oh, true, yeah. So, yeah, I, I want to know more about that. Like, what is the, the kayfabe story why Marco's not with them? The voice. <laughs> <laughs> the show The Voice. No, but like yeah. for him to to yeah. spook Luchasaurus yeah. into, yeah, Jungle Boy just let his contract out. They got rid of Marco for Christian. Was Marco like, oh, like a clause in Jungle Boy's contract that like Christian got erased or whatever? And he's like, stick with me because you could get erased. I I don't know. We'll have to see. Remember what happened to Marco. Uh, but I, I did like this thing, and I am just interested to see where it goes. But I do think you could stretch it out for quite a. A while. Yeah. And heel Christian's way better than babyface Christian. We get the Young Bucks backstage, um, and they're talking about how there's a pay-per-view. With Kyle? Yeah, and Kyle, they're like, hey, Kyle, how's it going? And he's like, to be honest, I'm freaking, what is he going off like? I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, what did he say? He's <laughs> like, I'm pretty freaking annoyed or something like that. <laughs> uh, they say that, like, they should be at the pay-per-view, but they're not booked at the pay-per-view yet. They yet. call themselves the locksmiths of the Forbidden Door. Kyle O'Reilly says Darby and Sting hurt Bobby Fish, and he, does he say he's gonna he's threatening to sue them? Uh, and then they're, they're like, we want a match. So they say, Young Bucks are like, yeah, we were Bullet Club once, so we could be Bullet Club for a night again. And then go, hey, you know who's in the Bullet Club now? A lot of people went, I, I don't know. And he's like, Hikaleo and El Fantasmo. So we're going to team up with them. We're going to face Sting and Darby and any of their friends. Yeah. What? <laughs> Don't worry. This will get even more confusing and weird it's just, later. It's... I feel at times you just... Because it's the pace of the show. Like, so often the show finishes and we're like, all right. 
Wikipedia. What is the... What's the card? <laughs> Sometimes it just needs subtitles or something, like... <laughs> okay, I'll say this. Like, we... We love wrestling. We watch it every week. We do fucking podcasts on about this. I, you know... I, we watch stuff on Twitter. We see New Japan. We see stuff from all over the world. But sometimes they act like we – like WWE dumbs shit down so mm. much. Like, hey, did you see this replay of what happened two hours ago? Here's it six times. And then an hour later, like, here's the same replay. Like, they really hit yeah. you over the head with stuff. AEW tries to not do that but therefore can, like, be a detriment to them. It, it needs a middle ground because, like, for me, I – I do follow the products. It's forbidden door season. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get these people from New Japan come over. It's and I'm kind I'm okay with throwing out. Oh, it's Hikaleo and El Fantasmo. If you're if you watch and enjoy the show and you don't know who these are, you've got a phone. You've got Google. Yeah. You can look up and be like, sure. okay, they're in Bullet Club. All right, I get it. But it's the the speed it's thrown at you. Yeah, and and that's why just sacrificing something like that Satnam Singh Sanjay Dutt bit where you can. You can, like, repeat it a couple of times. It's it's what you do when you promote, you know? Like, at the end of the shows, we're giving our, our like, uh, plugs. plugs, And we'll say, like, patreon.com slash up next a few times. So it's in there. Yeah. Like, so when it's just, like... Sorry, oh, what was that website? <laughs> patreon.com slash up next. But when it's, it's, like, yeah, we don't have a match on the show. So you know what? Sting and Darby, you get two people. I've got El Fantasmo and Hikaleo. And we're going to have an eight-man match. And now it's Malachi Black versus Penta. <laughs> All right, sorry. What did he say? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I don't mind this. I, I like that they they don't have to hold my hand through everything. And they rely on a fan having a deep knowledge to like kind of give us the, the wrestling product we want. And it's up to other people to kind of do their research and jump on board. Yeah. But it, it is the pace of it. You need to trim some shit out of this show to, to just have you breathe and be like, all right, that's the match. That sounds cool. Or, eh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very weird that they sometimes, like, miss steps in the, in things. Like, like the, uh, again, nitpicking here, but Danielson coming out earlier is like, well, everyone knows I'm supposed to have this. No, no we didn't know that you had you this match. Rampage when Excalibur said it in a throwaway line on commentary yeah. or you watch New Japan, like, no. We that didn't know. You never talked never about this match. on yeah. TV. There's a lot of times they do that. And I'm like, okay, wait a second. I do watch these shows. And you're, like, going way too yeah. fast. Like, just chill. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, like, they, if they'd have shown the Zack Sabre Jr. promo last week and set it up, yeah. okay. Maybe but, they, they didn't want to because Danielson's hurt. Yeah. So, but, but still, it's little things like that where, like, even me who does watch everything, I'm like, wait, can you just explain why the Bucks are teaming with El Fantasmo and so Cicaleo, but they're I, like Bullet Club? What I do think is cool about this is um, I think El Fantasmo with the Bucks could be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, we, we were talking on a show we just recorded about, like, you enjoying those six-mans because the goofiness of, like, Kenny... Yeah. With uh, with these two, I think El Fantasmo's got that, and they could do some real like shitty heel like shtick together. But also thinking about it, it's pretty cool that Meng's son is facing Sting, like because Meng Crazy. Sting right. was a thing. So it does kind of make sense why it's these guys. But after this promo, I like it took me to after the show to sit down and look and see what's oh, the thing. Okay, there is the, there are these connections here. But, like, El Phantasmo is basically a cosplaying young buck. 
yeah. He's been the, the, the young buck replacement in Bullet Club since he's joined. Like, he pretty much is yeah. a third buck is what he's trying to go for. I yeah. think this match could be, I mean, it's, it's bucks on pay-per-view. They don't really miss. No. And it's just weird. I, I think, and actually, we kind of mentioned the, the tag division in New Japan. There isn't that dream tag team. I think when you're going, all right, Kaleo, you, Fantasma. No, like there's no for Bucks to have a one on one tag team match. It's actually you go, all right, who is there? There's no there one. isn't a God? team that excites G-O-D? what Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. No, oh. like you're not. So it make God, I guess, still, but it's still not, not a dream no. match to the potential of certain singles matches. Yeah. you could have. So I, I'm okay with this, but it, it's just another. Eight man, ten man, what's, six man. Yeah, what's with them just throwing in Hikaleo and random things? Like, stop trying to make Hikaleo happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dude's fine. Yeah. But, like, he keeps getting wedged into these, like, matches. And it's like, yo, it's, it's not really it. Yeah. I, you know, maybe he'll, he'll steal the show on Sunday. Yeah. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We go to an all-Atlantic championship qualifying match. The winner of this match is added to the the, the Fatal 4-Way this Sunday for the, the debut of this championship, which Malachi Black is facing Penta. And again, maybe you are a fan who, you know, reads into things and knows certain things. You may know that Penta... He's not allowed to wrestle on Sunday because of the New Japan, what, AAA, was it? Something going on with the contracts, and there's a few different right, things okay. from, from back in the day. So anyone with that knowledge went, well, I wonder who's winning <laughs> this match because the winner goes to the match. Uh, Malachi versus Penta. I love both these guys. I was pretty hyped for this match. Right away, Penta lights up Black, sends him to the outside, and hits a huge tope con Hilo. Back in the ring, he's hitting... Black with a series of strikes, but Black comes back with kicks of his own. They're then fighting on the apron, and Penta goes to the outside and takes a tumble when Black hits his triangle moonsault, which looks beautiful. Back in the ring, he hits a double stomp off the top, but Penta kicks out. They're then fighting back and forth, and Penta tries to go for the what the the package pile driver on the apron, but it gets out of it. They're then fighting on the top rope back in the ring. 
and Penta hits an avalanche package pile driver. Yeah, this is crazy. Nasty. But it's not enough. He's too slow on the, the, the pinfall there, so Black is able to get his foot on the rope. When they get back, Penta uh, is going for a series of moves, but is countered, and out of nowhere, the Black Mass connects, and Penta loses. Malachi Black advances to the Fatal 4-Way this Sunday. Yeah, this, this was a this was a, a good match, but I can't say I was really thinking about it much at the end. Like, there was nothing wrong. There was some cool stuff in it. I like both guys. I, I don't think Penta is as a single star at that level where that he should be. And I think he's taken quite a lot of losses where I don't view him at the point I yeah. used to. Um, and again, as you mentioned, with us kind of knowing that he's not going to be on this show, it was a foregone conclusion who's winning this. But it was an, an enjoyable, good match, but didn't blow me away. I think there is a better match between the two. The uh, Avalanche Fear Factor was cool. The Black Mass always looks great. Or yeah. sorry, the spinning back heel kick. As you know, like the color black mass. It. He needs a name for it because black mass. I, thought, I wrote fade to black, and then I was like, "That's not the right." Name. We, we call it the black mass, but yeah. yeah, Excalibur's always like, "Oh, that spinning back heel kick." Nice, like that's catchy. Rings, yeah. The toss <laughs> power bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the kick to midsection yeah. jawbreaker. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that was the name of the stunner. All yeah. So after the match, Pack comes out and he's. He's checking on Penta, staring down um, Malachi here. Yeah. When we get an insert video from Miro, the Redeemer, and he's talking about God. He's talking about getting his second chance, and he's going to redeem himself, and he's going to make all these guys meet their maker. And, uh, yeah. The match is going to be great. Um, 100%. I, Miro is my pick to win this thing. Me too. Uh, I think I think he makes the most sense. Um this kind of return, these promos, his quest for gold. Um, I think he'd be a, a good choice for this. Again, I, I kind of wish it was just a singles, singles Ishii and Miro, but um, this the talent involved, it's going to be great. Pack and Black are going to do all sorts of crazy flying around each other, all sorts of stuff, and then you'll get the standoff with Miro Ishii. Yeah. They'll break each other down. It'll be good, It'll 100%. Be uh, Ishii and Miro... Kicking the hell out of each other, 100%. Can't wait for that. I do think it's Miro as well. We go to our next match. Hangman Adam Page going one-on-one with Silas Young. <laughs> Remember Silas Young? Yeah, I do. Ring of we Honor. We just talked about him on our Ring of Honor show. The last real man in professional wrestling, Silas Young. Shout out Ring of Honor and shout out his mustache. Yeah. Still going strong. Uh, so actually, these two know each other because these, they did wrestle in Ring of Honor and, and stuff like that. Page when Page was a young boy mm. back in Ring of Honor. Uh, Adam Cole joins commentary here and mentions that there's some issues with his friend Jay White, but he'll get to that a bit later. Uh, Silas and Page start off with some great technical wrestling. This is definitely showcasing Silas here. I mean, if it's for someone who's not seen him before, you kind of look at this guy and go, okay, all right, a little older guy rough around the edges, but here he was doing some great technical wrestling. Yeah, and and you heard a few, like, oohs and ahs from this crowd as yeah. well, who maybe aren't... I mean, he's he's from Wisconsin. He's, okay, he's yeah. from... Was it Wisconsin this no, week? Yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, he's from there, so he's a hometown guy, but I think people were, like, kind of looking at this old guy, and then he's doing tip-ups and a, a sweet bridge out of a good move. Good for him. It people were like, great. oh, 
He he looked really good here, I thought. Well, he is matching Paige with all the like agility and technical encounter and everything like that. Eventually, Paige gets the upper hand, sends him to the outside, and hits the Orihara moonsault. Back in the ring, Silas gets Hangman in the corner and hits him with a huge chop. But Hangman, like, no-sells it, puts his face in Silas's face and says, Come on, bring it. I'm not backing down. I'm a different... He's basically, I'm a different person from when you knew me, yeah. you know, almost 10 years ago in Ring of Honor. So then they keep going back and forth. Eventually, there's a superplex, a huge lariat. Silas comes back with his, like, lariat backbreaker combo. I, I believe he used to use this as his finisher. He goes for a, like, double rope, like, almost like an Arabian moonsault press he used to do as well. And yeah, he, he sets up. It's like the, the you can't escape. And he, yeah. he lost his footing a bit. But, like, as the vet, he just stands there, kind of smacks the, yeah. the turnbuckle post. And then does this headstand into the Arabian moonsault and completely saved it. Because, again, this... You look at this guy, yeah. he looked kind of old and greasy and you're not expecting him to do shit like this and I thought it was really cool. Well, he misses that because Hangman gets out of the way, hits him with a lariat on the like apron, sets up for the buckshot lariat and Hangman beats Silas just like that. But I, I thought a pretty sweet little match here. I think this is my match of the night. Yeah, p- I, probably. I really yeah. enjoyed this one. I thought uh, Silas really showed up. I think it must have been quite cool for Hangman if he was like this guy's young boy and Silas kind of helping him out at the start of his career and now you're doing it in a a big arena with fancy production and uh it was probably like a almost like a like a thank you from Hangman to Silas doing this I guess, match. yeah uh I really like this I I thought this was good and I imagine this is kind of I think we'll see more of this where we get old ROH people that Tony Khan maybe wants in ROH once it's yeah. relaunched and it's just a way of getting a bigger audience slightly familiar. And if you do it with your hometown people, like it it makes sense. I, I thought this was, was smart and was one of the better wrestling matches on the show. I've watched so, so much of Silas Young through Ring yeah. of Honor, uh, especially when I worked at Fight Network and stuff. Like watched so much of him. So it was kind of cool to see him here. And I thought he shined. So good for him yeah. uh, and his mustache. Afterwards, Jay White comes out. And says, you know, hey man, you're still not getting this match. Cole, you're not getting this match. So Cole's kind of mad, like, yo, what the hell? And this is when they both decide to double team and beat up on Hangman. Here. I like how he said, like, I'd love to do that whole, uh, you know, Bullet Club Undisputed Elite thing. It sounds great. But you lost to him twice. So, like, so you don't eh, really deserve it. Yeah, you don't really need a title shot. And neither do you, Hangman. He's just like, I'm not going to defend against either of you. Ha <laughs> ha. Heel logic, right? Yeah. The heel's like, ah, I took out both of you, therefore I don't have to have a match. Yeah. And it's like, huh, I wonder what's going to happen. Well, Hangman's getting beat up from both of them when the coin flip. Ooh. The coin flip hits and Milwaukee goes insane because out comes the Rainmaker in his AEW debut here, Kazuchika Okada, coming down to the ring for the save as he beats them up, sending them packing. And stands tall with Hangman Page. But Okada is here. You hear a real difference from JR when he knows a guy. Yeah. And when he doesn't know a guy. Because he's going like, this is one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet. Ever. I've called so many of his matches. He's awesome. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm a broken record for this show. I think the match is going to be good. It's disappointing to me that we're having this four-way. And, like, can we get over just kind of 
politics in wrestling when you're doing these cross-promotion things. Mm. We don't care. Like, I don't care if Okada takes a loss. I don't care if Hangman takes a loss. I just want a good match. And the singles matches are your marquees, I think. Yep. Like, I'm... It made no sense. Jay White's like, neither of you deserve a title shot, so I'm going to give three of you a title shot, essentially. Yeah. And I actually thought uh, Okada here, he looked a little lost when it was coming to the the like, the like beatdown in the right. ring. And I don't know if you're seeing this guy for the first time. I, The way he was dressed. like we're, Obviously, he's not going to save in a robe and stuff, but I'm so used to him looking like fucking... God. God. And being one of the best in the world and just coming out in a, his t-shirt and jeans and some sneaks. Yeah. It's, this isn't, when you imagine the debut of Okada, you imagine it being a show closer, everyone talking about it. Yeah. And then we're, we're moving right on to the Jade and section. the baddies. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I look Okada. It, it, even if you never watched him before, you got the sense he was important because the reaction from the crowd—they yeah. erupted. They were losing their minds. And yeah, Jr. Usually in AEW isn't too good at helping getting people over, but here he was. He was. Both him and Excalibur were like, "If you don't know this guy, know this guy." You should. Yeah. But my criticism of this is, yeah, this was the debut of Okada from years. We're gonna go. Remember when Okada made his first debut? Came out in his like tracksuit and did a few punches and was just kind of looking around like, huh, this is it. Okay, cool. Mm. It wasn't the way I kind of imagined Okada. Remember like time ago we were like, Oh, imagine winter is coming. Okada comes out at the end or something, you know, like something like that where everyone yeah. will be talking about it. Everyone's just talking about how they don't really care about this match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. So it's really, it's, it was a lackluster coin. Flip I, <laughs> I think, I, I feel it would have been way stronger having Adam Cole versus Jay White yeah. and Hangman versus Okada. Yeah, me too. And I think they view Tanner now as he's like in the kind of twilight of his career as someone... We see Tanner take a lot of losses, yep. you know, in G1s and Tokyo Domes and stuff. He's fine. He's bulletproof now. He's had his, his run there. He might have another title run in him. Possibly not. So he's the singles guy you can sacrifice against your top star. Okada, they don't, they still don't want to do that with. For sure. And yeah, I mean, Adam Cole's in this to take the pin. Yeah. It's four wrestlers I am a big fan of. Like, I love all four of these guys, but, and JY. Uh, but it doesn't, it's not, mm, just not hitting. I don't care about these four way matches no. that, that, that much. And there's already a four way match on this card. Yeah. So I'm a little like, uh... Just that mo... Like, think of the big moments. Just to have, you know, Okada Hangman. The the 30 seconds before the m- match starts, where they're just standing in the ring, facing off in a singles match. You get the crowd getting hyped for yeah. it. You don't get that in these multi-man matches. No, it's really weird that they they, they decided to book this. It, it feels like this is what you do at your, like... Your paybacks, your battlegrounds, your that's when yeah, you do the multi-man matches. As, and this is going to be your big once-a-year kind of crossover thing. Yeah, I, again, fickle wrestling fan in me is like, wow, that's how they brought in Okada? Like, yeah. that was it? At least he wasn't dressed like the Green Hornet or anything. But, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, at least the crowd reacted. Because it would have been a, a lackluster if the crowd just went, oh, okay, this is Okada. I mean, it would be cool if and Okada... they don't announce the match to another half. <laughs> no, because we're still at the end of this segment. At this point in the show, going, 
But what is the match? JR goes, wow, these guys, that was crazy. Okada's here. But you got to buy the pay-per-view this Sunday. Yeah, but what the fuck is the (laughs) match? match? (laughs) And then they tell us later and everyone goes, oh, okay. A little lackluster there. Well, it cuts, it comes back and we do go to the baddie section. And is it just me or like Okada could have showed up there? That would have been sweet. They're talking about how they're in the baddies. They're like, yo, Red Velvet's out. We need a new baddie. They should have had Okada walking by like, sorry, what's going on? And then uh, just join them. He's with best. Did you see the picture of him with the best friends? No, I didn't. Oh, it's all of them doing the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> so Okada is in AEW. Well, he's kind of in AEW, but not necessarily the way we thought mm. he would be. I think I think there was a different, a million different ways you could have done this. The thing is, like the pay per view sold out right away. So Tony Khan's like, yeah, I don't need to tell you what's on the show. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff with you know uh, the tour dates in Japan yeah. and flights and stuff like that. But sure. Yeah, like this, I feel like, I don't know, just, yeah, they they need to think ahead more next year and do the, I think when Jericho was doing stuff with building a feud, he'd, he'd send in videos and all that kind of thing when he couldn't always just fly to Japan. He'd fly to Japan to make an angle work, but a lot of it was video stuff, him cutting promos against turtles whilst drinking goose you know and like yeah, shit like that, that. great the yeah title promo. so i think we could have done more of that in the last month have yeah. stuff on the new japan tour have stuff on dynamite every week zack saber jr is a great promo he's english speaking you have him the one time is him to come up to just stand there to go oh dickhead i'm not facing you dickhead and i don't know who i'm facing yeah it's it's weird everything's it's felt weird. weird on this show for sure the best part is when the baddie section tell us how we can join the baddies. They go, look, Red Velvet's out of here, so we need some new baddies. And, I mean, we're going to Detroit next week. We need to get into the baddie section. I, I, it's my one goal. Yeah. No, two goals. Thousand subscriptions on YouTube. Yeah. And be in the baddie section. Uh, the rules are you got to send in some photos. And Stokely says, but keep it PG, you, you heathens. <laughs> you, <laughs> keep, it, keep it PG. And in 140 characters or less, like... Let us know why you should be in the bag. Did they make scene. Tony blow a raspberry as well? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cut the shit. Yeah. Uh, who would be a good addition for the baddies uh, from well, the roster? While Red Velvet is out? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Seeing people saying Sunny Kiss. Okay. Which could actually work for them. Sasha Banks. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that quite yet. <laughs> Depends what her lawyers managed to work out. But yeah, I don't know who would uh, join. Yeah, the baddie. I mean, well, we're going to be there next week, so maybe we'll be joining the baddie section. Maybe. Are you going to wear your watermelon shirt? Uh, are the- you going to wear your jellyfish shirt? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I I like going out. Uh, if you're watching the the feed right now, I'm wearing like a parakeet shirt. Nice. Uh, I like wearing shirts with things on because people talk to you and they're nice to you i've got this lovely watermelon so shirt. Davey, if everyone's <laughs> always nice to me when i wear the watermelon shirt if you're if you've seen any social stuff yeah davy has been wearing this watermelon shirt that he's taken to different countries you've traveled the world with this watermelon shirt in the last year or so and every time you wear it out like yeah you everyone always goes whoa watermelon guy watermelon shirt this cute girl has just told me i look great in central park whoa, just watermelon made, my, shirt. made my year so, uh, I'm out yesterday, I'm at like Marshall's or whatever, and I'm like looking for a pair of shorts and I see some like nice Hawaiian shirts, like the ones you wear. And then I see one in my size, but it's jellyfish mm. on the shirt. 
And I was like, oh, it'd be really funny if you wore your watermelon shirt. Now I show up wearing like a jellyfish shirt. It'd be funny if you look, we would look like a couple for sure. So I was like, oh, I don't know if it's a, if this shirt's me. I don't know. I don't know. So I go and try it on with the shorts. And I was like, wow, this whole fit. Like I'm looking good. Not Christian level good. Christian Cage level good. But I'm like, huh. So I'm still on the fence. But I'm like, ah, 30 bucks. Like even if I wear it once. Ah, fuck it. I'll buy the shirt. I look good in it. I look fly. I go to the cashier. It's like an older woman. And she's like, whoa, this shirt. And then she like <laughs> looks at me. She's like, yes, yes. This, this will look so good on you. I'm like. You think so? Like, I'm thinking I'm going to wear it once and, like, never wear it again. She's like, you're going to wear it. You're going to wear it every day. I'm like, should I wear it tonight? She's like, yeah, you are. You're going to wear it tonight. I was like, all right, lady. All right, ma'am. I'm going to wear this shirt and do you proud. You're right. I wore the shirt out last night. Like, how many fucking people come up to me? Girls coming up to me. Guys coming up to me. Yo, your shirt. It's amazing. Yeah, I got hit on quite a lot by guys last night. It's Pride Week. Yeah, it's Pride Week in uh, Toronto, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's good. It's a compliment. But this one guy wouldn't leave you alone he last night. He looked like this, the nerdy scientist from The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, my calculation. That guy? Yeah. And he was just like, at first, I, he, he was just talking to you, but me and you were like mid-sentence. And then he kind of looks over like, oh, were you guys like, like busy? And you're like, yeah. I just <laughs> went, oh, I haven't seen him for a while. We're trying to catch up. Sorry. And then he's just like, keeps talking. And then he's like, sorry, do you want me to leave you alone? You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he walks off. I started stroking my back when I was playing pinball. I was like, ah, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, and then you got multi-ball. But yeah, pe- yeah I did. Yeah. <laughs> but people were nice to you, yeah? You yeah. going to wear it again? Yeah, a lot of people. More? Yeah, a lot of people came up to me about this. I love jellyfish, though. Yeah. That is the thing I'm obsessed with, jellyfish. So I, when I saw the shirt, I'm like, that's a very me shirt. So, yeah. So we need a photo in, what, watermelon and jellyfish. Get it nicely, nicely done, nicely, t- nicely touched up and sent to Jade. Yeah, and be like, hey, look, we could be in the baddies. Watermelon jellyfish. <laughs> Is that our names? <laughs> Stoney Hathaway, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, and Watermelon Jellyfish. <laughs> Give me the name of our new podcast. Watermelon Jellyfish? <laughs> I am not against it. <laughs> we got to commit to the gimmick, though, like every week. Oh, my God. I need multiple wa- You need multiple watermelon shirts? I need multiple. What people love about the watermelon shirt is first they're like, wow, that's cool, watermelons. And then they go, oh my God, and some have been bitten. Like, some have been eaten. <laughs> Same with the jellyfish. <laughs> some have been stepped on or uh, peed on. What is- no, wait. <laughs> you've got, uh, is it Steve Irwin on the back? Like, no, I'm uh, not getting a. Uh, uh, That'll be the Christian level, wouldn't it? Wearing. What is, what is, what is, what is, what's the animal? It's jellyfish. That wasn't a jelly. He didn't die from a jellyfish. He died from a jellyfish. Dude, stingray. I would not stingray. be supporting jellyfish. You think I would be wearing true. stingrays on my shirt? It's true. Stingrays like had a fine. They were fine in the animal kingdom until they literally like murdered it's the true. greatest human being to ever live. Yeah. So they get a bad rap now. Did you ever watch the show Stingray? Do you know Thunderbirds? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was another show like that with similar puppets called Stingray. It's pretty okay. cool. Well, uh, we hope you're enjoying our AEW uh, review <laughs> talking about jellyfish shirts. We, I mean, while we're off on the beaten path, we didn't talk about the paramedics the other night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should save that for a behind the BDE. But yeah, we had a great encounter yeah. at like 4 a.m. at a Rabba b- bodega with uh, me and you stoned out of our minds are like, do we get the, the pizza with the olives on it? Do we get in these things? What are we getting? And this girl just like out of nowhere is like. Do it. 
get both. And I look over, I'm like, oh, you're a paramedic. Just late night, they're like buying sushi. And I was like, you're buying sushi at 4 a.m.? I feel like less bad about what we're doing. I was getting a little like shy as well. I yeah. was like intimidated. I, I was like, like oh, oh, th- thank oh. you for your service. <laughs> and then she looks at me and she's like, oh, you guys are having a good night. And I was like, look, we're out here getting pizza. You're buying sushi. It's just a great time. It's a lovely summer night. She's like, I wish I was as high as you both are right now. And I laugh and I'm like, yeah, but like, you're a hero. Like you're a paramedic, you're paramedics. Like you're saving people's lives. And they're like, stop, stop. <laughs> I mean, you look at each other like, did we just fall in love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hear the full story on Behind the BD. Coming out sometime this sometime month. Sometime soon. Well, I guess we can continue talking about AEW. If, we, if you're still listening to this, thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, the baddie section, Jade says, cut the shit. They're going to find new baddies. They then go to Statlander and Athena. And I don't know if Statlanders picked up on Athena's traits, but they're doing the mocking baddies. Like, oh, look at us. We're the baddies. Oh, come enjoy the baddies. Oh, I still want to be in the baddies. Oh, come smell what I smell like or something like She's making fun of Jade. That's what she said. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, don't I smell good? I'm Jade. Like, like just mocking her. Uh, I was, like, laughing at this, but also, like, huh. It, Athena just always makes me cringe. Um, I, I hate I, – it's – it's difficult as baby faces, I think, at times to come across as cool. And whenever they do this mocking thing, I'm always like, "Ugh, just doesn't work for me." Yeah, not, not just these two. I've seen I've seen it a few times recently when a baby face like mocks and ah, meh, 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 meh. yeah, it and doesn't I'm always do like, anyone. It doesn't Ugh. do anyone just like no, doesn't make you look good. No, because you're supposed to be the good guy, but you're being yeah. I always think that I. I love Statlander. I'd rather like, I don't give a fuck about the baddie section. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kick your ass and take your title. There you go. That's all you need to do. Instead, you're like... And Kira with- Hogan, fuck you as well. <laughs> like, that's what I want. Badasses. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. <laughs> they do say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't... I'm not even interested in it that... Like After watching this promo, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I was more interested before they started doing that annoying, squeaking stuff. But, but yeah, pretty much... Um, we go to our next match, Marina Shafir versus Tony Storm in a match. And, uh, we get what, uh, Marina Shafir coming out with Nyla Rose. Now they're like a team. Yeah. Well, I guess this happened on Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, where's Vicky? Where the fuck is Vicky? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so... So Marina Shafir and um, and Nyla Rose are a team. I love Marina Shafir's music because it's just like these like loud, scary sounding strings and stuff. And Marina Shafir is going up against Tony, and M- Nyla keeps trying to get into into on the apron, like kind of swooping at at Tony's leg and everything like that. Uh, Marina takes control and starts beating down on Tony. They go to picture in picture. When we come back, Tony starts fighting back. She eventually. Gets Marina in the corner and does her running ass attack. I love how Tony now smacks her own ass to yeah. get the crowd hype about it because they know it's this, coming. The, yeah, this hip attack, like when she did it against Britt the other week and this week, I it's one of those moves where I'm like, how are you not just hurting this person? It looks Britt sold it like she was like concussed last yeah, time. So like, like you can it believe looks, it. and this one looked great as well. Yeah, murdering her. Yeah, just nasty here, but uh, keeps attacking. Uh, uh, Marina here does that running 
ass attack, which was pretty sweet. Uh, Nyla keeps trying to distract the referee, though, after this. There's German suplexes, and then right after uh, Nyla tries to distract her, it's Tony who just gets a roll-up on Marina and gets the one, two, three. But Tony Storm wins, and Nyla Yeah, nice roll-up, actually, I thought. Yeah. Like, completely trapping her. And they gave Marina a lot in this match, I thought. They were making... It was one of those matches where it was pretty much her dominant the whole time. Yeah. And then, like, almost banana peel moment at the end with Tony winning. Uh, yeah, Tony is... Uh, keeps on looking better for me. And I think Marina is someone... I don't know if the Nyla Rose thing is it. I don't know if quite the character is there for me. I get what they're going for. This, like, uh, just almost like a stone cold, like a... Not stone, like, but just yeah. like a stone-hearted, like, evil lady. Got the MMA background and all that. Uh, I think there's work to be done with that, but I do think Marina is improving as sure, well. And could be could be a good player in this division. Um, After the match, Nyla attacks. They beat, beat her down, but Thunder Rosa comes out for the save, and then we kind of have the stare down because uh, Storm hands her the title. Like, here you go. I'm going to be taking this from you on Sunday. So that's the match on Sunday, Tony and... Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah, I think didn't, uh, sorry, who is it? Tony, Tony used the title on Nyla, right? So she's holding it and Thunder's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Holding my belt. I think that match could be pretty I good. I think the match would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't mind this match as well. I, I do think Marina could, could, could be a big player here. Mm. The wrestling keeps getting better and better. We go to, where do we go to? We go to Racing and Derby. Oh Yeah. Sting and Darby, they're like, wow, we have a match with the Young Bucks and who? <laughs> Hikaleo? Who's that? I don't know what that is. Uh, they mentioned uh, that Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are both injured. Right. So Red Dragon, that's why they're not in this match. So they say that they're, he's, they're ducking them. Like, you're, you don't even want to fight face us and all that. So now we're going to have to find some friends to fight your team of the Young Bucks, Hikaleo and... Phantasmo. So Darby's like, we got some friends. We got some dudes who are crazy like us. So our tag team is going to be Shingo Takagi and Hiromu Takahashi. Two of the biggest stars in New Japan are just going to be in a tag match here. They are. Yet the more I think about it, though, it's like, again, it is the Bucks. It's Bucks on pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, there is going to be some crazy stuff between... Like, Hiromu and the Bucks. That's going to be great. Shingo yeah. and the Bucks. I think this match is going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I would have taken a Shingo singles match against anyone. A Hiromu singles match against anyone. I wanted Darby versus Hiromu. Darby versus Hiromu. Sting versus Shingo. <laughs> Darby. No, would Darby, Hiromu. Awesome. Uh, the Dragon. Shingo yeah, versus Luchasaurus. And, yeah. <laughs> There are so many other options. I do think the match is going to be great. I don't know what the connection is with Darby and Sting and Shingo and Hiromu. I'll tell you the connection because they have a name for this team. Yeah. Dudes with Attitudes. They're just big fans of Sean and Diesel, are they? I started laughing and I'm like, wait, does that actually say that? I like rub my eyes. No, it doesn't say Dudes with Attitudes. Bullet Club versus Dudes with Attitudes. Stop. Just stop. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Um, I think I'm turning myself into a fan of this match. Yeah, me me too. It's all of these matches are gonna like. I'd prefer something else, but this is gonna be fun. 
Yeah. Sting, Sting in these multi-man tag things is always entertaining. He's going to do something crazy. You know Hiromu's going to do something. Like, Hiromu and Nick Jackson yeah. going at it, that's going to be nuts. Like, this is going to be... And then you've got Darby, who's insane. Like, this this match is going to be great, I think, and one of the best on the show. Um, but it's just weird. It's just so weird. Just weird. It's just weird, because you want it... You know, you hear Dream Match... Pay-per-view, Forbidden Door, New Japan, AW. You think Shingo is one of their big players versus Danielson. You think, you know, Shingo versus Hangman. Or, like, just big main matches. And instead, we're getting these, like, thrown-together tags and four-ways and all this. And it's the fact that a lot of these matches aren't even purely AEW versus New Japan. It's it's team-ups and things. Yeah. So it's just a little weird. But, yeah, Shingo and Hiromu on pay-per-view. Awesome. Just kind of weird how they did it here it's just sting it's just darby going oh yeah got these guys they're crazy it's, yeah uh, can you not come up with anything to make this i don't know it's just yeah. it's just a little weird the whole uh, thing was oh there's a pay-per-view on sunday and none of us are booked shall we have a match let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> what's it kaleo doing let's get him in there <laughs> uh we get a video for ray phoenix and andrade they're going to be going one-on-one on rampage this friday I guess it's, hey, we can't let you guys wrestle on that show, so here's Rampage. Yeah. You can wrestle then. Andrade, uh, Ray Phoenix? Yeah, yeah sounds amazing. Sounds great. I mean, Andrade versus Will Ospreay also sounds pretty good, but yeah. we didn't get that. One day, one day. Uh, also on Rampage, the DKC, this guy from New Japan. Okay. Versus Hook, so I can tell you he's not winning that so much. So that's the, the DKC is in the pre-show, so Max Caster and the Gun Club. That's on taking on Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight. We sound DKC crazy trying to and Yuya, <laughs> Yuya Mora. Yeah, sure. Uh, we also get a Cobb versus Cash Wheeler on Rampage. Okay, this Friday as well. A rare Cash singles match. Yeah, you don't see that a lot. So then we go to our main event: Mox and Tana versus Jericho and Archer. The team of Jericho and Archer just randomly friends now. Jericho doesn't have enough friends. So, yeah, Jer- the story is Jericho has paid Suzuki Gun to help him in this feud against the Blackpool Combat Club, right. Santana Ortiz. Because he doesn't have enough people. Because his- he's not got enough people. Even though he just got Sammy Guevara. Yeah. He has Jake Hager. Yeah. He's got all these people. But no, I just need he Lance Archer. It's one of those things. You, it, It's like when the... Uh, 2001 invasion happened yeah. where you go oh we don't actually have enough of the guys so Dudley's you're an ECW Rhino you're an ECW like all these guys that we already have yeah. we'll put you there Lance Archer is that it's oh you have a name in New Japan right. so for the sake of this story you're a New Japan guy now yeah. even though you've been under contract with us for three years and then it's classic oh Mox and Tana are facing each other but let's put them in the tag team yeah. can they coexist uh, Archer hits like early on in this match. He's putting boots to, to Tanahashi and Moxley here. He has Moxley up for like a choke slam, almost like his full Nelson slam there for a near fall. Moxley is in with Jericho and Jericho keeps trying to beat him up, but Moxley starts countering some moves and, uh, people on the outside, like Sammy Guevara, keep trying to get involved, trying to like swipe at the leg of him. Lots of people on the aprons here in AEW, all apron wrestling. Uh, Archer eventually hits the pounce on Mox, period, Serengeti. For a near fall. They go to picture in picture and they keep beating up Mox, tagging, tagging in and out. The referee is distracted on the, and then on the outside, Sammy and Ty start beating up Moxley as well. Like start slapping him and punching him. But when we come back, 
Mox finally tags in Tanahashi, who's just on fire here. He's hitting, running clotheslines and sling blades, but eventually gets hit with a code breaker from Jericho and then is put in the walls, but eventually gets out of this. He hits a code breaker of his own on Jericho and then goes for the high fly. Times, yeah, it was like a one-legged one. One-legged one, yeah, like uh, Gregory Helms used to do. Weird callback. Uh, <laughs> there's a high fly flow, but it's countered into the walls of Jericho again. And this time, Jericho has the walls on Tana for quite a long time. And then he... So long. He looks over to his right and he's like, yo, Mox. Mox. And realizes, fuck, Mox is not over here. So then he yells, Sammy, go get Mox. So Sammy goes around the other side of the ring to... Try to stop Mox from getting in the ring when he's actually like, Mox, you're missing your cue. So Mox then goes in the ring, runs at Jericho, and hits the this RKO. This is really strange. And maybe part of it as well is, uh, like, Tana not working the, like, American cameras the same way. Because I, th- I felt here, it wouldn't have felt as odd if the camera was in on Tana's face, selling, yeah. like, the pain of being in this walls of Jericho forever and not tapping. But they had their back to the hard cam. Yeah. And it was just s- stood in this... This is Jericho calling the spot. And it didn't look like Tana was struggling at all. So you're like, what's going on? It's kind of come to a standstill. And just the way the camera... What, you saw everything. You saw Sammy running yeah, to get you could, Mox. you could see Mo- everything. Mox eventually running with the cutter. It was where the fuck is Vicky, essentially. Yeah. It was where the fuck it, is it Mox. Was, it was a mess. Remember yeah. Jericho in WWE? He had someone in the walls when Randy was supposed to arcade... Because this is what the spot was. This yeah. is Mox hitting him with the cutter while he's in the walls. Yeah. But Randy went to do it and messes up, so then does the whole spot again. Right. He gets up, runs the ropes again, and Jericho just has to watch him. Yeah. That's what this was right here. It was really, really odd. Uh, he eventually does hit, hit him with a cutter, uh, even though he missed his cue, but Sammy got him. Uh, eventually hits the paradigm shift on, was it on uh, Archer, I think? Yes. I guess yeah, so, because yeah. Jericho wouldn't take the pin here. Eventually, Tana does go up and hits the high fly flow and gets the one, two, three. So Tanahashi and Moxley... Win the match, but then... Yeah, this, this, considering the talent involved, this didn't really do a whole lot for me, this match at all. Yeah, even William Regal, who was on commentary, was like trying to explain everything. I was just like, dude, this doesn't make any sense. Like, you, you're the, every, this group's feuding with these people. Like, it, them trying, trying to explain, to, it's just off. It's, I appreciate them trying to tie... So, as you're doing killing two birds with one stone here. We've got Forbidden Door and we've got uh, Blood and Guts coming yeah. up. And they're trying to tie it together to have both working. It's just, like, they've, they've put themselves in this corner. Like, Blood and Guts doesn't have to be next week. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. they've, they've made this happen. It's, but I actually didn't enjoy the match either, which, considering no. the people involved... Uh, no, I, 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 I like, good. yeah, I like all the talent involved and this match really didn't do it for me. And then afterwards, just, uh, just a bizarre scene here. So after the match, it's a full on brawl where all the Jericho people and whatever people are fighting. And then out comes like Sammy Guevara's fighting. We get Wheeler Yuta. We get Eddie Kingston. We're getting the 2.0 guys. Minoru Suzuki just walks down. Eddie, the best part of this was Eddie Kingston actually looking scared for once. He's uh, like, Suzuki, oh, yeah. okay, I'm a little freaked out by this guy. But everyone's fighting everyone ringside like a bunch of lumberjack geeks. While Tanahashi and Moxley are the only two guys in the ring just staring at each other, making faces and poses. And that's when you know Excalibur and JR is like, hey, order the pay-per-view. Have a good night. Oh, oh we're still live for another minute? Okay, let's just keep the shot here. 
on these two guys. Let's do the rundown again. Like, how many times can Moxley say, let's fucking go, on, I'll see you Sunday? He says it, like, four times. They cut to people fighting for another minute. They, cu- they keep cutting to people fighting. I mean, I don't know how many times I could see people no-selling punches they can't see. Yeah. Because they're not looking. And when there's, like, 20 people fighting, it cuts back to Tanahashi in the ring with Moxley. Clearly, someone's cueing them to, like, hey, do something. So then now it's Tanahashi growling. <laughs> It felt like we were watching the fight feed. It felt like the show had ended. Yeah. And this is like, you know, when the fight feed keeps on rolling and you're seeing the stuff that happened after. It's Tanahashi making lemon face, lion face at Moxley. And then finally go, and we're out of here. Okay, yeah. see you later. And cut to black. I I imagine the the match was itself was meant to go longer than it did. And they ended early. And then it's this brawl. I think the the visual could have been cool. You know, everything... Like, it's showing Mox and Tanner, they don't care about any of this shit. All they care about is their match against each other and the title, and it's all these commotions going on around them, and they're in the middle. Think, visually, could have been cool if it ended 90 seconds before. It just went on forever and just made this go-home show, like, uh, a mess. I thought this was a mess. As I said earlier, the best thing was the the Christian match who... No, the Christian promo. The Christian promo, which isn't factored into Forbidden Door at all. Or next. Um, Like, we're fans. You've got us. We're gonna... We're getting the pay-per-view regardless. Like, that's that's a given. And I think there are a lot of people who are like that. It's like, no, I'm I'm a fan of this product. It's gonna be great. But this this show wasn't good this week. If you listen to the show, you know we're super high on AEW. I I definitely think AEW is like... Just as a, a wrestling fan, it's made me so much more into wrestling since the, the beginning of AEW. If you listen to us talk about it, you know we're super positive. I think this was my least favorite Dynamite I've ever watched. <laughs> I think what we're starting to see is Tony Khan's juggling a lot of shit at the same time. Yeah. And some of the balls are starting to drop a bit. Yes. Like, think, on top of all this, you've got him who wants to uh, run Ring of Honor and book Ring of Honor as well you've got this constant flow of new big signings coming in and then a lot of them just get forgotten about we don't really know kind of the uh like the tears it's lance archer will disappear for a while and then it's just like suddenly he's someone we got to care about you can see like keith lee and swerve are barely on tv yeah at least on dynamite and there's just so much going on that You've now got a new title being involved. You're trying to big book two big events at the same time. And the cracks are starting to show, I think. And I, I, I kind of think yeah. it, it might need a bit of a sort of hard reset after Blood and Guts and be like, right, let's we've got Forbidden Door out the way. Uh, we can learn from that for next time and try and make it a bit more cohesive. But we need to focus on, like, five main feuds going forward to the next thing. And don't keep on just having like i thought it was great silas young was on it but you don't need to have all these other people and all these other belts that you're juggling. this week was not so the week to we do need that. to yeah. streamline it a little yeah. bit because it, it is getting messy now yeah uh this like if you look at what the, what happened on this show like some of the matches some of the things that happened okada debuting here in AEW. that should be something i should be talking about tomorrow and and yeah. stuff and i don't think that is the case i think they they dropped the coin on that one, literally, because mm. it just 
it just felt a little all over the place. You're right. Of course, I'm I'm buying this pay per view. I love giving AEW my money. Love giving TK my money because yeah. their pay per views are awesome. They ha- I've never ordered an AEW pay per view and went, wow, that was a complete waste of time and money. Not at all. Love this product. Love it. But this hyping up for this pay per view has been the weakest hype up for any of their pay per views thus far. And I thought with what what you you had with all the talent going forward. And this is the card that we're coming up with. This was the, the, the angles. This was the build to this. It has to be, in recent memory, one of the worst builds to anything. I, I would say, though, we, we had similar Paper criticisms view. going into uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah. It was like suddenly the week of the show and Here's all, these matches. All, all these other matches were announced. And, yeah. okay, you've you sold out the venue. Cool. But I think there is something of to build anticipation for a match, knowing what the match is and having those couple of weeks of promos to build it and, uh, and like, yeah, build that, build the sports entertainment of it, you know, to, but we know the wrestling's going to be good. Yeah. But that's where they've, they've dropped in the last couple of months. And I do think a lot of it is just so much shit going on. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I really, I really wanted to get into this and I wanted them to build this, this, this pay-per-view, but everything just felt like, Going, everything just was a big, bizarre mess. I felt like watching this. And usually everyone's making fun of Excalibur for going off on the runs of how fast he's reading these things and everything. But like, oh, this, he was going th- nuts. This was a rib, surely. It had to be. Way. Like, it, there's so, in show, so much shit he's got to say. He started to stumble. He was for the stumbling first time and going well. over the place. So like, much. yeah, it's just, it's all, it's all over the place. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I think the pay per view, because of the like, like, now we're all a little bit sour on it. I think that when they, when it shines through and the matches deliver, we'll be like, "Wow, we were wrong. It was such a good show." So, like, I'm hoping that's the case. And anyone who is going, you are going to have a great. Yeah, time. it'll still be it's an awesome, be awesome show. I mean, you get to see uh, Shoda. You do in a match. Uh, go to Howl to the Howl at the Moon after. There you go yourself, in mate. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's look at some of these matches. We got the pre-show: Max Caster and the Gun Club going up against Alex Colin Coughlin. Coughlin. Yeah. Nice. Kevin Knight, the DKC, and Yuya in an eight-man tag match. It's got to be Caster and the Caster and the Ass Boys. Yeah, no? scissor me. Two sweets out. Scissors exactly. are in. Uh, Shota, Yumino, Wheeler, Yuta, and Kingston versus the Jericho Appreciation and Suzuki. So Lance Archer's not even in that match. Okay, got it. Wait. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, I think you had... Uh, you had JAS win Stadium Stamp well, Arena Anarchy. Yeah. So no, Jericho's winning here. You think? Yeah, Shota's taking the pin. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, what's the match? <laughs> Shota Wheeler Eddie versus Jericho Sammy and Suzuki. Shota's taking the pin. I, I'm going to go with the baby faces. Shota to make, gets to the make pin. blunt guts like the the rubber match. Okay. Well, I mean, this has nothing to do with. Well, it's Jericho and Kingston. It's literally one guy who is in that match versus and one you, guy. You got Eddie. Yeah, but he wasn't like. It's not. It's not right. It's not I'm right. I'm sticking by what I said. Darby <laughs> Allen, Hiromu, Shingo, and Sting versus the Young Bucks and Hikaleo and El Fantasmo. Dudes with attitudes to set up the Sting and Darby going for the tag titles against the Bucks. Perfect. Book it. Pack Miro Ishi and Black. 
Pack Miro. I think I Miro. said Miro earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But how cool if Ishii just walked Ishii around would be good. all Atlantic, yeah. even though it's all Atlantic, it should be the yeah. all Pacific. Uh, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm. Uh, Thunder Rosa. Tony Storm. Actually, yeah. Fuck it. Do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm for that. Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy. Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. Although Orange Cassidy as US champion could be fun. <laughs> no, I think Will Yeah, I'm going to say Ospreay. We, what about the triple threat tag? FTR, United Empire, and Rapungi. FTR. FTR all day, forever FTR. If they win, that that's a crazy uh, trophy case in their yeah, houses. Absolutely. Like I, the only team I can think of is like the Dudleys, who've had the craziest tag. Yeah, because they had what ECW, WCW, WCW technically WCW, WWE, um, the IWGP, IWGP, TNA, TNA, NWA. Yeah, I think that's a lot. Of, they've had whereas the most. FTR, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, uh, AEW, AAA. Um, Damn. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming for that. ROH. Yeah, I think FTR makes the most sense. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., mystery opponent. Cesaro, hopefully. Uh, mystery opponent. Cesaro's got to win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay White, Okada, Cole, Page. Four-way. Jay White. Fuck it. Put the title on Okada on. again. <laughs> right. Yeah, Jay He's White. He's won in US before. Jay White, should, Jay White. That's right. Jay White should, should retain, I think. Yeah. It makes sense. Pin Cole would be funny. And Moxley Tanahashi. Mox. Imagine Tana just wins. He should. Yeah. But no, it's going to be Mox. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, well, there's some predictions for the Sunday and the crazy looking card that is the Forbidden Door. Oh, yeah. Looks nuts. Uh, so look forward to watching that and chatting all about it. I, I think it'll still be a good show. So even though we're kind of negative on yep. today's show. Uh, looking forward to that. If you want to hear more podcasts from us, we got a ton out. Yes, our ROH New Japan War of the Worlds 2014 review that'll be out later today uh we got 40th anniversary of john carpenter's the thing that's out we did a review of wrestlemania 2000 that's also out on the patreon we have a review destination of x 2007 destination x tna 2007 that was a complete blast to to talk all about i'm trying to think we've done so many other shows this week we did that we did we have face off uh coming out uh, as we well do. so that'll be hype um yeah, so many podcasts, guys. Patreon.com slash up next. That is Patreon.com slash up next. And Obi-Wan fans, get your feedback in because oh, we yeah. are going to be recording this on Saturday, our review of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Already got some hot takes on the feedback thread there. Hello there. Yeah. Hello there. Yes, can't wait to talk all about that. Go check us out. We would really appreciate it. Five bucks for North America tier. You get access to hundreds of podcasts back in that catalog. And uh, yeah, it's content creators. That's what we like to do. Go check us out at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, and the Facebook page and Facebook group. If you haven't already, go join that. It's an elite group of people it who is. post silly things and memes, and I enjoy it. And uh, yeah, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, guys. We really appreciate it. We will be at Blood and Guts. Again, hit us up if you're going to be there. And uh, we can't wait. We'll be doing some shows on the road next week. We will be, yeah. For sure. So we appreciate you listening to us, and we'll be back very, very soon. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Shout out watermelon jellyfish. Watermelon jellyfish. Ahoy!